Michigan Rundown Podcast. Bolton, Chapman, hoist the three. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! Presented by Jake Singer. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Michigan Rundown Podcast. My name is Jake Singer, and on today's episode, we're going to go in-depth on the Michigan basketball team and the off-season moves they have made in preparation for the 2020-2021 basketball season. Now, I know with coronavirus and with everything going on, it has definitely been a rough go-around, and a lot of stuff is unknown for the future. But that doesn't stop the Michigan Wolverines basketball team from making headway and preparing for at least having a season next next season, hopefully. Now, again, nothing is guaranteed, but we're going to go about this as if the season is going to happen on schedule, on time, and everything will go smoothly. So without further ado, we're just going to get right into it. So Michigan has definitely made a lot of moves this offseason, even in the short offseason we've had, and especially with coronavirus and with everything happening, there's a lot of good that's actually come out of this offseason for the Michigan basketball team. You know, Juwan Howard didn't really get a chance to fully have a full season under his belt. So, you know, we showed a lot of good things and a lot of things that I think the Wolverines need to work on for next season for Juwan Howard to be a really um, successful and influential coach in the NCAA, bas- in NCAA basketball. So uh, I want to start by going by talking about the. Um, transfers that Michigan has recruited to their basketball team for next year. We have recruited Mike Smith out of Columbia, Nogel Eastern out of Purdue, and Shondi Brown from Wake Forest. They're all veteran starters, and they have, you know, committed to the University of Michigan as a grad transfer. And, you know, a lot of guys that come into Michigan, you know, if they're a four or five star player, you know, or even any place in the NCAA, you're a four or five star recruit, you know, you can be an impact type player right out the gate. You know, you can start playing. Um, but when it comes to grad transfers, those guys are the ones who are really the fundamental part of basketball teams because they're the ones who have a lot of experience. And it's going to be, I'm really excited actually because we do have such a young team. And I will get into the recruits that we have for the 2020 class in a little bit. But since we do have such a young team, I think having these three big grad transfers who all have proven themselves each respectively in their own individual game, uh, I think they will uh, have a really big impact on this the season and the team as a whole. So I'm going to go in depth now on the three players and let's just – I'll give you guys some information about each of them. So Shawnee Brown um, comes from Wake Forest. And, you know, he's a very productive player. I've personally heard nothing but positive things about him. And I think he can be really influential. um, And right off the bat, I think he could be a starter for this team. Um, He has been a three-year starter. He averaged 12 points a game, six and a half rebounds in 23 games last year with Wake Forest. He also shot a career-best 45.6% from the field and made... 50% 50% of his two-point field goal attempts. Um, Juwan Howard also noted in a press conference uh, that he received 
great reviews about Brown from his from Brown's former Wake Forest coach Danny Manning, who was recently fired this offseason and was um, NBA teammates with actually Juwan Howard uh, with the Mavericks. So, you know, I personally believe that he has what it takes to be, you know, a key player for this team. If all goes well, um, again, you never know with these grad transfers. As some of you may know, maybe you don't. Uh, it's really on a case-by-case basis whether they play right away or they're going to have to sit out with a year. So we're, I'm hoping that all three of these guys will have the chance to play right away next year, but it's not um, you know official. So I guess when Shondi, um has a chance to play and the NCAA allows him to play, whether it's next year or the year after that, um, I'm really excited to see what he can do for this team. And I really think he's a special player. I mean, he's a competitor. And he's somebody who wants to win. He said he does. He does whatever it takes to win. And um, you know, also, I guess what his previous coaches have said in their own reports is that he's just a a team first guy. He's not, you know, selfish. He likes he passes. He he's a scorer, but at the same time, he's not a ball hog. So that's everything you kind of want out of a player, especially at a grad transfer, just to influence the younger guys on that team. Um. Next, I want to talk about Nogel Eastern. Eastern's a very interesting transfer because he comes from Purdue, a, a Big Ten rival of Michigan. And it was kind of a surprise for a lot of people um, to see him transfer. First of all, just transfer and, and not to mention then come to Michigan. Um, he spent the last three seasons at Purdue. He made 62 starts, only averaged about five points per game and four rebounds. Um, but he's 6'7", 225 pounds, and he can really... He's listed as a guard, but he can play almost any position. Um, really, the biggest thing with Eastern is that he is a huge defensive player. He is many, I mean, Juwan Howard said himself, he is a matchup problem for any opponent with his strength, his athleticism, his skill sets, his IQ on the floor, and he's a guy that, you know, he plays the game the right way, he doesn't foul. Um, and when he goes and competes, he gets the job done. And really, we haven't really had a player like that in a while who has really been defensive-minded. I guess you could say Xavier Simpson is a very defensive-minded player, um, but a guy of Eastern stature and his um, his length, I think it's really go- good to have a player like that um, on your team. Um, he is a two-time Big Ten all-defensive team selection. He's versatile. He can blanket any guard, wing, forward, and make you know their life miserable uh, for any opponent's top scorer. Scorer. Uh, something else to mention: he did lead Purdue with thirty-three steals last season, and you know Michigan has had a lot of trouble with defense. We have always proven that we can score, but a lot of our games that we lost either last season or the year before that have been because of defensive fails, and. Even just having a guy off the bench, I mean, I don't expect Eastern to start, but having him come off the bench and or just in need of somebody who can play defense and lock down a player, I think that is a huge weapon that we can utilize. Again, he's not a scorer. Don't expect him to go out there and score even double digits. You know, he only averaged five points a game, but for, you know... A team that we're going to have next year, I'm really, really excited um, with the offensive weapons we already have that it, I, I'm, I'm okay with having a defensive-minded player that we can, again, take off the bench and throw in there and can get us some steals or can play some killer defense. So, um, 
you know, he isn't, I guess, a little bit more about Eastern. You know, he shot a career low 42% from the field last year. Um, he also is a, um, has a career of, I mean, sorry, he um, is 55% from the free throw line um, and was three for 16 from the three point line. So again, he is not a scorer. Do not expect him to see the ball on offense, but defensive mind is, you know, that's kind of what we're okay with. Um, and then finally, we have Mike Smith. So Mike Smith is also a uh, offensive-minded guy. You know, he averaged over 20 points a game um, in Ivy League play. And, you know, although it is Ivy League, you know, he can play at the same level because, you know, when you average 20 points a game, especially at the NCAA level, you know, he's definitely going to have success in the Big Ten. And so with these three guys in mind, we have a score in Mike Smith. We have, you know, a really consistent uh, score and a team guy in Shondi Brown. And we have a defensive player in No Gel Eastern. So, you know, it really still does depend on when the NCAA will allow these players to play, whether it is this season or the season after this one. We don't know yet. But that being said... Whenever they do get to see the court, uh, I'm really excited to see what these uh, veterans can bring to the table. So with that, I want to then you know kind of transfer into talking about uh, the the few players that have transferred from our school. David Julius, Colin Castleton, and Cole Bajima are the three um, players that have right now uh, transferred away from the University of Michigan. That being you know there could still be a few to come. Uh, personally, I'm not that bugged by this. I mean, these players definitely. I mean, Kolbajma showed a few uh, sparks last season. He didn't play much, but when he did play, I think he always he always scored maybe a three. I, I if I can recall, he always had at least one three when he did get a chance to see the court. Um, but really, I mean, DeJulius was finally kind of coming into himself. He had some good games and bad games, and Castleton really didn't see the floor that much. Um, so. That being said, you know, we're not going to, you know, bash or, you know, speak negatively against any of these players. They definitely contributed all in their own ways to our team. But, um, you know, something to be said is these three players were recruits of John Beeline. When John Beeline, I, you know, for Cole Badgema, for example, John Beeline, Cole Badgema was the first uh, recruit for Beeline from the 2019 class. And he was the only one to stay on with the team when Beeline left and Howard came in. And, you know, sometimes when there's a new coach, you kind of just need a clean slate. You know, the these new guys that are coming in, these transfers, as well as the new recruits for the 2020 class, these are Juwan Howard's team. And they fit Juwan Howard's mold. Whereas these guys like DeJulius, Castleton, and Badgema were more Beeline's mold. And they're very different coaches. So there is something to be said with the transfer of coaches and how these three players were recruited by Beeline and that I'm not that surprised that they are transferring and I'm also not that saddened by them transferring because, you know, you could even see last season our team wasn't fully there and they weren't fully together with Jawan Howard's system just because they're, they weren't used to it. And, you know, you can try to teach a guy all you want, but sometimes if they don't fit the right scheme and they're not the right fit, then... You need to let them go. So, especially with college, you know, I, I'm very happy for all three of them that they're going to get another chance to play at a different, you know, at different schools. And hopefully, 
you know, they do their best and, you know, they can make the most of their opportunities. But uh, as I said before, David DeJulius, Colin Castleton, and Cole Bajima have all transferred away from the University of Michigan. So now on some more positive news, uh, we have some great 2020 recruits coming in to the University of Michigan Wolverines 2020 class. Um, overall, we are ranked 12th nationally for the 2020 recruiting class, and we are number one in the Big Ten. So I'm just going to go right into it. To start, uh, I want to talk about Hunter Dickinson. Hunter Dickinson is a four-star center from DeMatha. Um, he is a big body who can occupy space. He's not necessarily an explosive athlete, but he has really good IQ, and he's a very good positional defender and rebounder. Um, he knows how to, you know, seal his man, uh, and, you know, prevent somebody from scoring. Um, he has a reliable jump hook actually with his dominant left hand, which is something, uh, you know, a little fact about him and he can, um, make a face up mid range shot pretty well. Um, so he, you know, he should, I, I expect him to see the floor right away. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he started at center to start the year. With John Teske gone, he's kind of that next guy coming in, um, which I'm very excited for because he he plays a lot like Teske, at least what I've seen, but he's a little more lengthy and he's a little more athletic, I want to say, than Teske. So um, this is a great player that is coming into the University of Michigan against Hunter Dickinson, center from DeMatha. And, you know, we'll kind of see what he can do with Jawan Howard. I mean, Jawan Howard is a... Uh, was a center himself, so he, so let's just see what you know what he can do. Next, I want to talk about Zeb Jackson. So Zeb um, comes from Montverde Academy in Florida. He's six two one sixty. He himself is a four star shooting guard. Zeb is a combo guard. Um, he has definitely a lot of room um, to grow. He's not really at that full caliber yet of a. You know, starting shooting guard in the NCAA, but I'm not too worried about that. I think, you know, from what we've seen um, out of his high school stats and out of his high school career, I think he has a lot of room to grow, and I think he can be a really good shooting guard. Um, he's definitely a solid athlete with very, very good body control. He himself is also a lefty who um, loves to pull up going right, actually. He's a very good shooter, and he can, you know, get into the lane and make plays. And he's just, again, um, very adequate on the boards and on defense. So he's, again, another all-around player who, you know, has all the different things that you want out of, you know, a solid, especially shooting guard, uh, sort of solid guard in general in the NCAA. But he definitely does have a lot of room to grow. So I'm hoping, you know, with the Juwan Howard and his staff that they can really uh, coach him up. Don't expect him to see the floor right away. I don't expect him to be to start. But um, you know, I'm really excited to see what he can do. I will also say he was our first um commitment out of the 2020 class. So, you know, he's been committed for a very long time and has been, you know, with the University of Michigan. So I'm really excited uh, to kind of see what he can offer and what he can bring to the table for the Wolverines. Next is uh, Terrence Williams. Terrence Williams is from Gonzaga in D.C. Uh, he is 6'6", 215, and he is a four-star power forward. Uh, Williams has definitely a strong physique, and he plays with a lot of toughness. Um, he's not exactly, again, an explosive athlete or a high leaper, kind of similar to Dickinson in that way, but he is very physical when he plays, and he has, um, he's very athletic. Um, he has good hands and feet, uh, reliable, again, another reliable positional rebounder, average ball handler and passer, 
but he has efficient shooting form and the potential to stretch the defense in college. He's a very versatile defender. So as you can kind of see here, uh, if you see a pattern, you know, Juwan Howard's really, I guess, stressing the defense as well as rebounding aspect. You know, he, I guess he was a big, um, he was, he was a center slash power forward himself when he played. So that was a, a big strength of his. And I think that's a big strength in his coaching ability. So if he's able, you know, he's recruiting a lot of these guys who, you know, have shown their defensive stature as well as been able to rebound well. And that wasn't a big problem for us last year. We were giving, I can even remember distinctly, I mean, the Michigan State games, Cassius Winston himself had a lot of rebounds against Michigan because, you know, we wouldn't, we weren't boxing out and we weren't grabbing rebounds. And even offensively, you know, we were, we didn't rebound the ball on offensive rebounds that many times throughout the season. So if we can, you know, grab the rebounds, get on the boards and, you know, be the bigger person um, against these teams, I think that will help us in the long run for sure. Um, Finally, I want to talk about Jace Howard. Now, Jace is the son of Jawan Howard. He is coming in um, from university school in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He himself is six foot eight, 210 pounds, and he's a three star small forward. He averaged seven, 7.8 points per game, about an assist in a game and about six rebounds per game. And, um, you know, for Jace, I think he definitely has the most amount of work to do from all the recruits coming in. But with his dad being the coach, I think that will definitely help in his development. Um, you know, he has a lot of pros and he has, a, a you know, a few cons. He wasn't, you know, the best player out of high in high school. He was, you know, pretty... I guess not average, but he's a little above average, but I, he definitely has a lot of work to, get, to do. He wasn't scoring 20 points a game and he wasn't, you know, getting a bunch of assists and all that. So I think uh, Jace definitely has the most amount of work to do. But that being said, I'm really excited because he is the coach's son. So I think that can go a long way in his development. So just to um, conclude, I mean, we have Mike Smith, Nogel Eastern, Shawnee Brown, Hunter Dickinson, Zeb Jackson, Terrence Williams, and Jace Howard all coming in with, you know, you know, these these guys are ready to work. These seven guys, you know, I've done a lot of, you know, um, I, I've looked these guys up a lot. I've been doing a lot of research on them. Not to mention we still have guys like Wagner um, with us and, you know, all these all these players combined, I'm really excited to see what Juwan Howard can do because this is starting to really look like Juwan Howard's team. And, you know, I'm really, I'm really excited. So with that, uh, thank you guys for listening. I know it's been uh, a rough couple of months for everybody, including myself with COVID and with just a lot of unknowns with sports and with everything of that sort. So thank you guys for sticking by listening to this podcast and just be on the lookout for more to come. Thank you guys.